The Mahogany Project presents I Just Want to Tell Stories, hosted by Joe Anderson Jr., powered by the South Congress Podcast Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode seven of I Just Want to Tell Stories. Today we have uh, this amazing human being, someone I have had the pleasure for the last month and a half to work with outside of my main job and within my main job. A bitch that is always around Austin, running shit, yelling at folks, doing stuff. We have Jeremy Jerome Till in the building. Yes, Hello. goodness gracious. Yes, goodness Hi. gracious. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you today? Um, I'm tired. This morning. But I'm good. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm tired, but I'm good, friend. I'm tired, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that you're here with I, us today. I'm excited to do this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am so excited to do this. This is essentially what we do at work all day. Basically. Basically. Just, this is literally it. Yeah. Only difference is you're like your desk is this way, like behind me. Yeah. So I have to either face you or just talk at a wall and yeah. you can hear me. Yeah. Essentially I am talking I'm looking at other people that I'm not talking to you Correct. to, but I'm talking to you. Correct. Yes. Okay. Correct. Um, so we, this is, I just want to tell stories. We talk to creators, creatives about their process, where they grew up, how growing up they tried to have that outlet, um, and anything under the sun, essentially. Okay. We start with letting the viewer or audience know how we met. Oh. And I remember this. I do not. Okay, so I was working at ACC Northridge. Shout out to ACC Northridge. Shout out to them. Um, and you came, I was in student life, I was in my office, you came in and was like, oh, can I post some flyers about my photography, business, whatever you were doing. Okay. Um, uh, just to let people know, like, hey, I'm a photographer, I can take your pictures at, a, at, at this price, price or whatever. We were planning an event. And so I was like, oh, would you like a table? <laughs> and you were like, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can uh, take pictures while I'm there. I totally remember this. Yes, it was hot. It was at the Rio Grande campus. It was at the Rio Grande campus. Mm-hmm. And I, I was so extra. That table was extra yes, AF, it was. Jeremy. It was. As I've come to know, that's how you are. I am an extra person. You are an extra. You either do it and you add an additional idea to it. Girl, yes. Or you don't do it at all. If I come to you with an idea, I know I'm going to leave with five. You're going to leave with five. (laughs) (laughs) And from there, you told me about Beyond Brothers. Mm -hmm. And the the kind of movement, a social group that you were starting. I did not attend any of the events. It was okay. And it, it was just never on my social calendar. That's Until the one that was downtown... Uh, old school, mm-hmm. yeah. The old I went, school. To, yeah. I went to that one. That was fun. It was when the fraternity was upstairs. Yeah, we were downstairs. Yeah, Girl. and uh, I uh, shout out to Tremaine. That was the first time I met Tremaine. So fun, and we bonded over uh, New York. Oh, yes, like Girl. New York. I love New York. Yeah, the person, yeah, Sister Patterson. I love Tiffany New York. Pollard. Yeah, Pollard. Yeah. Okay, so that's I live for her, and that's how we met. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it wasn't as r- ratchet as uh, place, ways that I meet other people. It was not. Not with us. Some would say it was fate. And here we are. And here we are. Here we are. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, what type of creative are you? I am... What do you do? Tell the folks. Let's see. I th- I like to call myself a, um, like a community curator. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like something I completely made up. But the truth is, I've always been really good at making people on different sides of the tracks mm-hmm. um, talk to each other. I've always been really good at kind of moving from group to group. So getting this group to listen to that group or getting this opinion to that side, um, at least just for debate or discussion. Um, so that. Um, I also do photography. And uh, I can't do video work. I'm really bad at it. But I love doing it. Uh, it's all terrible. You've done some stuff for the project with videography. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were short clips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they worked out. But the photos were so much better. They were. Yeah, the really photos bad. were amazing. You got Because of that, you got, you know, uh, a byline in uh, The Chronicle. I sure did. Yeah. They were sure like, who did this? I was like, Jeremy Jerome, too. Mm. His middle name is not Jerome. It's not. It's Andre. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love I it. Given, and I call him a different middle name almost all the time. Pretty Jerome much. is the more, like... It keeps coming up. Yeah. Jeremy Jerome Teal. I love it. I think I think I said Jeremy Dante Teal the other day. I like that. Yeah. Um, that's so. I will go by Dante Town. <laughs> that's a good name. Community curator, and photographer. photographer. And that's really about it. I mean, it. I can do almost anything. That sounds really weird, but I really think of myself as a Renaissance creative. If mm-hmm. you give me a thing in which a person has to create, yeah. I will give it a go. Okay. Sewing, crafting. You do sew. I can I sew. Forgot. I was yeah. like, I feel like there's more. Yeah, I can knit. I can sew. I'm an amazing organizer, which yeah. I think is a creative process, personally. <laughs> I'm not great at painting, but I'm really good at curating art. Yeah. I'm an amazing event planner. I love myself, so I know a lot of things about <laughs> I know you, I'm good at Well, that's good. Like, so... Let's get to that later. I was about to ask you a question, but let's get to that later. So tell us where you're from. Duncanville, Texas. Duncanville, Texas, south of Dallas, Texas. Okay. So you grew up in Dallas area. Basically. Okay. So what was it like growing up in Dallas, Duncanville? It was kind of, I would say it's pretty chill. Like when I think of like people's stories as just like growing up, it's like really dramatic. My life was real simple. I would go to school and come home and go to choir practice and go home. It's like it was. You would not be on Lifetime if they had a bio. No, you would be on uh, History Channel. Yes, A A and E. Yeah, like it would be really boring. You could get mine Discovery up until maybe like twenty one. My life was real boring. Then you went to yeah. Then it was just like hot mess, girl. Girl, then you went to MTV. Yeah, three part miniseries, girl, with someone playing me that's likely light skinned. Like it's a mess. They would change. They would change my skin color to make it you know easier for people to watch. Yeah, black people are hard to see when they're dark. Okay. <laughs> you know how people do it. Oh my gosh. So, growing up in Duncanville, Texas, are you an only child? Mm. No, I have a brother. He is a mess, and I adore him so much. We are polar opposite people. Older or younger? He is younger. He is one of You're the, the oldest? I'm the oldest. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he is, um, he's like what you call a suburban thug. Oh, girl. Yeah, so he's I mean, like... I'm about to say he ain't no thug in Duncanville. It's like, he's not a thug, but he's convinced he is. Thug from around the way. Ah. Ah. Thug from a... Ah. Okay, let's stop, because yeah. we ain't got the rights. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's essentially my brother. I have a stepbrother, and um, whom I don't ever talk to, but yeah. And I have a sister, but I don't ever talk to her either. Are you the oldest of everyone? Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. How old are the the other siblings? Um, I'm 32 now. My brother's 30. I believe my stepbrother's 31. And I believe my sister is 17. Oh, that's a big difference. I wouldn't talk about either, actually. I mean, she's kind of a bitch, so... Oh, okay. I have a sister that my dad claims, and so I don't talk to her. You know, I I take that back. I... The last time I interacted with her, she was 
she's a teenager and I guess I just thought she was being a bitch. I don't I don't deal she's with women that much. So especially young women and I'm like gay gay. So like I could come across really weird. She's also from the suburbs and grew up in a really Christian household, so she probably thinks I'm going to hell or something weird like that. Oh, that's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah, she's very interesting. Person. So what was Jeremy Jerome till like growing up? In in three words, how would your family describe you? Ooh. Uh, Distant, honest, helpful. Why would they say distant? I just, I like to stay to myself. Um, I didn't quite get the, I didn't get the social bug until, I don't know, maybe 15 or so. Mm. Um, I don't, I've never had like friends that's never been a thing for me like going to people's houses and spending the night and crap like that um so distant at when i would go to like family functions and i say helpful and truthful because like i'd show up to the family function and all i wanted to do was the functional part like help with the food or clean up move furniture yeah i wanted to do the event part and then after that i would grab my plate and go like to the room that no one else was in and like watch tv and eat because i don't Mm-mm. I don't want to be around y'all. So is that... Not on purpose. I mean, not on purpose. It's not because I dislike them. I just prefer... I prefer to be alone. Do you still prefer that kind of solitude, or has it changed over time? When I eat, for sure. <laughs> I do not like to socially eat. Um, so if people invite me to dinner, I normally don't order anything like too big or crazy, um, because I can't eat and talk at the same time, mm. and... If I'm eating, I kind of want to watch something or listen to something. Mm. So it's kind of hard to do that at dinner with friends because you're supposed to be interacting with yeah. them. Social. Yeah. So I just like have a salad or some soup and <laughs> my drink. <laughs> so yeah. But now I'm still kind of like that in a way, I guess. Yeah. Um, I put out a lot of energy as far as like, like making people talk to one another. I really love to listen to people that don't know each other talk to each other. Where do you think that comes from? people not wanting to talk to me mm. it's like i don't mind being the person like i don't mind being your first conversation about blank yeah or i don't mind like seeing something and saying it out loud and seeing what happens because yeah. i just i'm fearless in that way and then also i just really i realized really early on words are words they're just words like if someone says something it's just a word it's not a big deal so you see yourself as Trying to form connections between Absolutely. Okay. What was the first connection that you you made? Whether it was elementary school, middle school, high school. Like, what do you think you you remember? Like, I made that connection happen. Oh, my goodness. Sorry for going so far back. I know, girl, getting up in this old age. No, it's fine. I can't think (laughs) of anything currently you know what i i don't know if it was my first but something that comes to mind was i got a lot of the athletes to join um choir and take Mm -hmm. arts credits Mm -hmm. in middle school and i remember i remember being in gym class and like the basketball team was doing something Basketball-y. Yeah. And then... <laughs> they were shooting I, free throws or some shit I mean, shit obviously, like it was my excuse. Now that I think about it, my excuse just to talk to cute boys. But I remember going over and I was like, hey, are y'all... Like, do y'all have arts credits yet? 
And of course, you know, most of them weren't trying to talk to me at all. And I was like, well, just letting you know, you can join choir and it's real easy and you don't even have to be able to sing. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, and pretty much became best friends with like every athlete in Duncanville because I got them basically free arts credits. And there was a way to get your GPA up. You would yeah. always get an A, so yeah. you don't have to worry about it. And they may need it then. They did. They absolutely... It's, I saved a lot of GPAs. <laughs> Girl, you saved a state championship. I saved a few state championships <laughs> in my life. I sure did. <laughs> so, were you out in high school? Yeah. Oh, were you? Gay guy. Okay, so I want people to get context. Oh, okay. So when did you graduate? 2005. Right. So, 2005, it was not like it is now, bitch. Oh, no. It was not like... Oh Hearts, no! Thor- Sars, like we had shoes, genders or balloons. Yeah, we had genders in two thousand and five, <laughs> and uh, we were on that binary, and we were on that like the idea of the word queer was bad. Yeah, that's a bad I word. I remember Doma, the the defense of marriage. Yeah, I remember them debating this. Girl, it was a lot. That it was like. No, gays couldn't be in the military. School at the time. shootings, girl. Like, people I mean, break, fights me, breaking out, like. I don't know, like student riots. Like it was. Just Did y'all have a riot at Duncanville? I wouldn't call it a riot. Okay. I would just call it a bit of an uprising <laughs> uh, during a period. So you were at Duncanville. Um, what's your relationship like to your your family? Uh, my family is not a very close knit family, as, as far as people would consider family to be. Mm-hmm. We see each other legally one holiday a year. Okay. Um, pick a holiday. It could be Easter, it could be Thanksgiving, we don't know. But that's your one. That's our holiday to be like hanging out together with each other. Um, what what do we do? Nothing. No? Like it's And it's fast. Like it's get there, have the food ready, eat the food, shake hands, leave. Like there's none of that like sitting out, watching TV, you know, talking about uh, the game, none of that shit. Nobody watches sports in my family. Oh, really? oh no, okay. the TV's like just there, so it's we don't. There. So we're not awkwardly staring at each other. Interesting. Oh, I'm telling you, that's why I'm fucking weird, friend. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was the first thing that you did as a creative growing up? Like, what was it? Clothes, clothes, putting together outfits. I just can't forget it. It's my aunt, not my aunt. My grandmother uh, used to clean houses. And I love cleaning, by the way. Yeah. It's one of my... Girl, another, another Jeremy Till production. I love cleaning. Like, I can clean <laughs> for the next 30 years and be completely okay with it. I actually owned a cleaning service for a little while. Um, because I didn't want to work for anybody else. I wanted to work for my fucking self. So it's like, you know what? F this ass. I'm going to go clean rich white people's houses. And I made a shit ton of money. And it was amazing. Nevertheless, uh, my grandmother used to clean houses. And she was also a beautician part-time. Um... So on weekends or like my days off from school, I would go help her. Mm-hmm. And one of my grandmother's favorite things to do was go to antique shops in Goodwill and vintage shops and look at clothes or tchotchkes or things like that. And I fell in love with the idea of buying an outfit at a discounted price or like wearing someone else's clothing that they no longer want, but I love or something like that. So putting together outfits is like my most creative. How old were you? Young, young. Like... like- Eight. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's when like this bug fr- first. Bit yeah, you. like I've always loved clothes. Though. Yeah, like I can only, even I, now you pull a look, girl. Oh, I live for a look. You live. Like for I a remember look. wanting. I remember preferring to wear a suit over like a t-shirt and sneakers. Mm. Like I wanted to wear the loafers, the whole three piece. You were on a Tuesday. It. Yes, for no reason. For no reason other than Just to be to fabulous. Try to look. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember one time I didn't want to wear because I saw this man. He had like gorgeous chest hair. Obviously, at the time, I didn't have chest hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he had this gorgeous suit on, and his shirt was open. Like uh-huh. I don't even know what. I maybe Jet magazine or something. I might have seen this uh-huh. in. And he had his shirt open. This chest hair is just like falling out of the shirt. So here I am as like a, maybe a five year old. Yeah. I took my tie off and I unbuttoned like three of my buttons. And I come in the living room. I'm almost like, what are you doing? What's going on? And I was just like, Adam, I'm really like, I like this. Like I feel like this is the look. Like I feel like this is it. And my yes. grandmother totally went with it. She was like, okay. And that was another thing. My grandmother, like, I could do no wrong. I yeah. can do no wrong. I can yeah. still do no wrong. Is your me. grandmother still with us? She is with herself. Oh, okay. I don't know if she's with us, but she, she is with her. She's here. Yeah, she's here. She's here. She is. She's she's here. Oh, that's damn show. Yeah. <laughs> is she turning looks still? She is. You know, the closet exists. Yeah. She doesn't have she a... She can if she She can turn a look if we give her you, instructions. Yes. She, okay. It's like, mama, we going to die. Yeah. And she's like, bet. She'll show up. She's it. got the look. Girl, I'm I'm death ready, bitch. She is. Death becomes her. She is. Um, so do you go back to Dallas often? Yes. How often do you go back to Dallas? Probably like every six weeks. And how did how did you end up in Austin? Like what was uh, it like? Are okay. we skipping over that part? No, of we, the story? we can it's fast. You, you know, we can edit this out. Okay. <laughs> I came I came for a weekend. It's like the classic Austin story. I came for a weekend, saw a whole bunch of people that I didn't know, got really excited about like the different vibe. And literally moved two weeks later. Oh, you one of them girls. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a job. I got an apartment. Because at the time, I was leasing apartments. Uh-huh. So, like, I knew how to basically get an apartment with no money. So, I got an apartment with my friend. And I would drive back to Dallas and work for three or four days at a restaurant. Pay my bills for the month. And just stay for the month. Girl, a real creative life. I'm telling you. Girl, come on there, artist. Clean a house here and there. You take know, some pictures here and there. Girl. Getting, getting I was never hungry. Girl. Always had gas. Well fed. Didn't have no dick though. <laughs> <laughs> the voice that, that comes later in the story. Got it. The voice didn't like me. Later in the story. Okay, so I want to talk more a little bit more about your photography. What got you into starting to do that? Was that after Austin or before Austin? I think I've always liked photography. I just didn't think it was accessible. What aspects of photography did you like? I, I think initially, really, what I liked the most was the garment. Mm. Um, so you got to photography through fashion. Absolutely, I've always loved. I've always loved fashion photography, but I didn't know it was fashion photography. Obviously, I was just looking at people in yeah. clothing. Um, I just loved the idea of being able to wear an outfit, and it was just for that image, or like obviously, like the shirt that you're wearing right now on a person belted with a thing. It's just like, oh, it's an editorial moment, but it's really just a polo. Like, I love the idea that something that is just a thing becomes extravagant. It becomes elevated. Yeah, because... Just through the picture. Just for the photo. And I loved that. I've always loved that. So, if you take a picture on your IG... What's your IG, by the way? Um, 41287. Okay. It has dots in there, too, right? Yeah, 4.12.87. Okay. Um, is that the one you want people to go to? That one? I mean, I don't care. Girl, you have about five or six. It's Jeremy ATL and 41287 okay. and Mr. Texas Leather 2019. Okay. Um, I forgot my question, bitch, because you... Oh, okay, Instagram, sorry. Instagram. <laughs> Welcome to I Just Want to Tell Stories. Um, so you're taking a picture for Instagram. Uh-huh. How long does it take you? Oh, well... Just it, asking. Mm, Ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay. Yeah. Do you, like, look at the lighting? Do you, like, change anything after you do it? For the most part, my biggest thing is I feel... Uh, I don't like shadows. Mm. 
So I try my hardest to make whatever's happening like really bright. I like really bright photos. I think it also has to do with the fashion photography aspect. Mm -hmm. Like if you ever look at fashion photography, it's like really bright. Although like sometimes it's a dark image. Sometimes it's a dark image. You, you still have a very vivid photograph. Yeah. So that's something that I think about all the time. So I'm always going in and like fucking with the exposure because... I don't know. It just messes with me. I'm laughing only because the producer was like 20 minutes and you stopped and like pointed. I did. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm weird. I laughed at that. I'm weird. Um, So if you, you've you've taken some shots for uh, the Mahogany Project and I will tell anyone, I do not like taking pictures. Mm -hmm. I am not trying to be out there that long. So it's like, girl, we have to get these shots. And I feel like we did, we did really well for what, two hours? It wasn't even that long. Yeah. We did like five or six locations oh yeah yeah we pushed through girl i'm because i am not the type of girl that's gonna be out there that long i learned quickly <laughs> i'm like oh location 28 okay let's go next one you had it like basically mapped yeah. too like we were in a route yeah you're just gonna start here we're gonna go there and then over there and then blah, blah, blah. i was like okay uh, yeah. the camera is ready so but that's i don't know if that's a typical experience so let's say you're um, taking pictures of a group mm-hmm. or a person like how do you encounter them like how do you approach that situation because everyone's different you may get someone like me who doesn't like taking pictures or someone like our friend Chris Parker who is like girl I need you to get the right angle at the right light I need you to take this over I need Carson in the picture girl that's what he does drama drama Um, so before I answer that question I want to tell you what really got me into photography not really but like how I physically started doing photography I couldn't I wasn't working for a little while. I was basically being a house husband and my now husband, then boyfriend, um, saw that I was watching a lot of YouTube videos about photography. Mm-hmm. Like learning how to use cameras, looking at lighting, how to set up things, like things like that. And for our anniversary he bought me a digital camera. Shout out to Lionel. Shout out to Lionel Kimball. Lionel. He is the best. Um and that's what kicked it off. I was like, well, bet. Now I know what to do. So I started practicing and I kind of got good at it real fast. Mostly because I really believe that as a creative, you've got to do your homework. You've got to know what you're working with. Um, so you can fuck it up. Yeah. Like, so you can go and put your own spin on it. You don't just show up and start. So your homework was doing, like, the the, the YouTube videos to absolutely. really see, like, and before then, like, you even had a camera. Absolutely. And I was actually, I learned on a film camera. So it's, like, the idea of having to get everything right first shot, because you only have 30 frames. Yeah. Um, and film is expensive. Yeah. I mean, ha- is it more expensive now? But it was expensive then. So the idea that I have no idea what I'm shooting right now, and I'm just going off a of prayer and hopefully the faith of some numbers Girl. that this camera is going to do. And it always turned out really cool. So, yeah, that's what happened. So, I'm sorry. How do I encounter Yeah, how do you people? approach people to in, in terms you of know, like, taking people are Bringing out the best in them. People are freaking weird. In the world where a person can take a photo of themselves, they're convinced that they look a certain way all the time. And they don't. And I tell people all the time, this is what you look like. It's normally the first photo. I just turn the camera around. It's like, this is the only time I'm going to turn my camera around. This is what you look like. Okay? This is you. We ain't doing nothing else. I'm not turning this camera around every 20 seconds. I'm not not moving. I'm not going to tell you anything else. You move if I tell you to move. Yeah, move a leg. Yeah, move ahead. This is what you look like, boo. This is the outfit. It's not gonna get no better. You know what I mean? Like we can go in the photos. I'm gonna take you better. You know, I'm I'm just like it's just like you have to have to let a person be comfortable in themselves because in a space where like a face tune exists, people can take any photo and make themselves look any way. 
I am not here for photo manipulation in a way that's going to make you look any different than yourself. Yeah. I don't like it. Like, the idea of having no pores. Everybody, every time I see, an in, like, a photo anywhere where a person, like, washes all their, like, facial features out to, like, blur them, where are your pores? Everybody has pores. Girl, Even supermodels have pores. They're little, but they have them. Girl. <laughs> They're little, but they have them. So, you really want people to bring their true, authentic Absolutely. selves to the photography. I'm not taking... experience. I'm not going to take a photograph. First of all, if you're a really difficult person, and by difficult, I mean if I look at your Instagram or I start talking to you and you say things like, I want a really crisp picture. Okay, well, I got a, I got a person for you. I'm not that person. Because you don't know what you're girl. talking about. Well, so how would you describe your art to someone who didn't know you? So, like, like you saying, like, you want this specific aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you... If someone didn't know Jeremy Jerome Till off the street, mm. how would you describe like what you do and how you capture it to someone who had never met you? I think a lot of what I do is, as, as far as my photography goes, is having an authentic image match the connection to the person. Mm-hmm. Um, or trying to capture what it is that I'm taking a photograph mm-hmm. of. For instance, when we're doing the Mahogany Project stuff, I didn't ask you all to smile a lot, and I didn't ask you all to um, do anything that would come across fake. I just wanted you to sit there and talk to each other like you normally do. And the images came across in such a way where it's just like, oh, they're just like casually on a curb. Yeah. And it, 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 yeah, they, they were great. And that's great. how I want people to see themselves, too. It's like, you can be casually beautiful. You don't have to be posed and photoshopped for hell and back. You can just be sitting on a couch looking out a window and be beautiful. Magic can happen. Yeah. Girl, that's it. That's the tweet. That's the tweet. Uh, <laughs> so where do you take your art from here? Like, regardless of what you do, you know, connect community curating. Yes. Photography. Yes. Fashion. Fashion. What's next for Jeremy Jerome, Dante, Andre Hill? Kimball. I think what's next for me is just taking this on a national level I am really ready to be everybody's example of what like being the middleman or like the connector is it's kind of like being a PR person yeah Um, but I want to be like I want to really make this a I want to make standard choices where people are like oh like Jeremy and it's it's ambitious, but I just need people to remember that no one gets to know each other just, like, by sheer luck. Like, you don't... Most of the time, you don't just, like, happen upon an amazing relationship or partnership. You have to you have to seek it, or it has to be curated. So, I do have a question, then. Um, and uh, I know I'm supposed to wrap this up soon. But how do you in the world of taking on all of this and trying to connect as many people and connect as many communities like that is a lot mm-hmm. emotionally physically it's drain and then on top of like working on top of a marriage on top of trying to produce art like mm-hmm. how do you find time just for Jeremy and what do you do if you when do you find that time um i when i make the connection i'm done it sounds really weird, but, like, I can step out of it. Like, once I've connected the two people or the entities and, like, they're all at the table, I can walk out of the room and I don't think about it anymore. Because okay. I've done what I came to do. 
Um, I don't care what y'all I, talked I, about. I fulfill my purpose. Yeah, I don't care what y'all talked about. I don't care what you come up with. If you, the thing doesn't work out, that's on y'all, not on me. I connected you. Done. Period. Um, and then what do I... So that, that's kind of how I do it. Because if I you were... You just remove yourself. Yeah, if I were invested in every back, relationship yeah. that I created, I would be exhausted. Um, so that's that. I focus on... Now I focus on the things that I want to focus on. Yeah. And what do I do? I go to sleep. Rest, everyone. I go to sleep. Like, what, I who love is it to sleep. Not the CDC. Somebody in the government. Maybe it is the CDC. Recommend eight hours of sleep a night? Baby, I can get eight. I can get ten. I can get four. I don't care. I get two over here and six over there. Girl, I heard you got one last night. Baby, I got one that's, and a half. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a different podcast story. Yes, honey. Okay, so we usually do this. Where, where, where can people find you? Um, uh, on various oh social God. media platforms. Instagram, uh, Jeremy ATL or 41287. That's fine. You No one has to follow Mr. Texas Leather. That's weird. And um, on Facebook, also Jeremy ATL. And also spell your last name? Teal, T-E-E-L. Okay. And it's also a dot com, JeremyATL.com. Girl. Come on now. All these goddamn people. I mean, there's you a lot. let the kids know. I mean, you have to be accessible. <laughs> it also is kind of a, what is that? It's a flex. It's a bit of a flex. Because it also gets to show people, like, I built my website. So it's just like, wait, you can build a website? And it's like, yeah, I can do a lot of things. So <laughs> the last thing we're going to do, we usually do this segment. It's called Top 5. Category is, and then I'm going to say a, rec- a random category. Okay. And it's in no specific order. I have to say five things in said category? Yes. Okay. Okay. And it's just whatever I come up with. Okay, right. I am really nervous. And this is based on you. Your top five, all right? In top no five. sequential order. Top five category is TV shows. Living Single. Okay, I was just watching that. Absolutely Fabulous. Girl. Oh my God, I can't think of any other TV shows for some reason. Ugly Betty. Uh, Ugly Betty. Harlot Harlot on Hulu and oh my god you have Living Single Ugly Betty Harlot on Hulu on Hulu um anything to do with oh shit that what's the name of that show The Last Czars Uh, I'm obsessed with the royal aristocracy okay I mean the Russian aristocracy right now so The Last Czars okay girl you have one more oh fudge um, but anything by Masterpiece Theater. Bitch. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening to episode seven with Jeremy Jerome Teal. Um, we have a special project that we're going to announce. Yes. Um, we will, uh, so check our social media yes. right now. It should be up. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited for this. I'm um, beyond excited. And for I, it. I hope, girl, you are beyond brothers. I'm beyond brothers.org. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoy it. As always, love and light. And until the next episode, bye. I Just Want to Tell Stories is hosted by Joe Anderson Jr. for The Mahogany Project and produced by Cameron Hawkins for the South Congress Podcast Network.